I'm trying to change the world one crack at a time. You are the king of crack. Holy crap. You are now locked in to the Talking Cracks oh podcast from the King of Crack studio with the King of Cracks and Eileen BTS. How'd that feel? Good as fuck. What is up, guys? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Talking Crack Podcast. I am your host, the King of Cracks. I'm here with the lovely Eileen BTS. What's going on, Eileen? Hey, doctor. Not much. I'm glad to be back after this little hiatus we just took. <laughs> we took a little little time to just regroup and reposition our stance on, I think, some, several things. Several things. <laughs> and here we are. So let's get to it. Absolutely. <laughs> Doctor, have you heard this thing that's going on with like Facebook and the metaverse? The metaverse. The metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some rumblings from since last yesterday, let's say, and then some more news yesterday night and this morning about Facebook, I guess the parent company mm-hmm. changing their whole name and I guess rebranding to the name Meta, which stands for metaverse. Yeah. But why what's going on? Why is this happening? I think they're just trying to get away from the old Facebook turning into MySpace kind of thing and just trying to transform and get a little bit hip with the times. Yeah, I think so. Like, you don't think it has something to do with like that one day shutdown that they had a couple weeks ago? Yeah, for sure. That was insane. They're they're trying to rebrand and Uh hopefully get away from the, I guess dark cloud that's been over Facebook the past couple weeks. I mean, like everyone knows like metaverse is still going to be Facebook. So like what takes it, what takes that scandal away from it? I don't think the scandal is going to go away, but Mm -hmm. I think honestly, uh, Mark is trying to, and I call him Mark because we're, we're cool like that. Yeah. I was about trying to, (laughs) (laughs) no, Mark Zuckerberg is, is trying to, I guess, rebrand in a way where they can be innovators of the, kind of online space, NFT space, Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of get ahead of the game a little bit. Would you say like the social media sphere? Social media sphere. They're trying to recreate like a different type of online universe. Experience. Experience. You know, I just said universe, like, and then like this metaverse, it makes me think of the um, Marvel universe and the DC universe. (laughs) I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, so there's Marvel. And then underneath that, you have like several like superheroes in their movies and everything. It's crazy. They're trying to create a Mm -hmm. virtual reality world almost where Mm -hmm. we're able to live in another Oh my gosh. Dimension. You totally just reminded me of Black Mirror. Have you seen it on Netflix? No, I have not. Okay, so it's like this show where people kind of live like in alternate universes uh-huh. and like utopian universes where like let's say certain situations were to happen, you know yeah. how we're, like everything's geared towards sex not towards technology. For sure. Um so let's say you would now live in a virtual reality world. and So it's almost like The Sims back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it's almost oh, like The Sims, crazy. but real life. Yeah, so people like don't even care about real life anymore. Like they're so focused. <laughs> they're just so focused on the virtual reality. On the virtual reality. reality. And yeah. I'm just like, that's crazy. I really, I, yeah. I think we're kind of headed in that direction. It seems like it. I think that's what Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg are, and their like, I guess, crew are trying uh-huh. to create this like online universe which would yeah. be crazy to see how it kind of comes it's kind of intimidating though because yeah. we're w- when it kicks in we're going to be like kinda, i feel like we're going to be out of the loop in a way because we're getting a little bit older yeah. facebook came out with we were the first generation to like actually use, use facebook yeah yeah when it was just like university emails and you have to get invited and all uh-huh. that stuff and i feel like the metaverse is now like Gen Z, Gen Z, <laughs> and below, and below. <laughs> so we're gonna be like the old users, right? I hope not, but I'm I'm interested <laughs> to see. And I, I think you already said that they're, uh, or we were talking about pre- previous to when we started recording, that they're not gonna actually change the name of like the popular apps like Mm-mm. Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, stuff like that. All that's yeah. going to remain the same. Uh-huh. It's just the ma- parent company is changing. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see. So are I they think- creating like a whole new social media platform? I feel like that's something that they're geared towards. Yeah. Um, they're heading towards, yeah. but not... Um, I, I think they're just going to be like a parent yeah. company that owns all these minor companies. Do you think it has anything to do with Donald Trump creating his own social media platform? Mm. 
Honestly, I have no idea. I don't think anyone's ever ta- thought about that aspect of it. But mm. Facebook is one of the main players in uh, social media. It's the, no uh, banning Donald Trump from social media uh, for a while, like right? Twitter and all yeah, the, yeah, Twitter right. is Facebook one of them that I'm pretty sure, right? Facebook, uh, Instagram, all them. Have I'm not also, sure. yeah. So I'm eager to see if this is their way, not only to get away from the scandal and the stuff like that, and also mm-hmm. to introduce a new kind of thing, but to see if they could kind of control the mm. Donald Trump. Do you think kind of play. like to push his out of the way, like to like maybe to get better, bigger attention than yeah, his because was? his just got like released. released. The mm-hmm. stock went insane. Yeah, I saw right. That. It, it was crazy. He mm-hmm. made up all his like. If he ever lost any money, he made it up this past couple of weeks. He did, yeah. And I'm eager to see if Facebook is trying to just like overshadow everything Maybe. else that he's doing. Oh, that's strategic. Uh, right? That's very strategic. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. And the word, the name Meta, mm-hmm. I think uh, Ron Artest, Me too. Who, Meta World Peace might have a little uh, hmm. little say in this new rebrand. Really? Like like an opinion? Like, hey. <laughs> like, hey, stop. don't use my name. Pay me Maybe. for it. Oh my gosh, it's I would totally. Name. I know when he first told me about this thing, I was like thinking of Ron Artest too. I know. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I Metaverse, don't anything to do with it. Metaverse, <laughs> Meta World Peace. Mm, kind of similar. Some correlation there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron Artest, go get your money, brother. I know, right? <laughs> so, Eileen, are you ready for uh, the Halloween weekend coming up? I am. I have a lot of activities going on. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to show up here on Monday. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting Monday, let's say. I hate when, when Halloween's on a Sunday. Yeah, I used to too. hate it. Halloween always landed on like... The best times. Yeah, the best times. It's like a few days before my birthday. I loved uh-huh. when it was like a Friday because then mm-hmm. my birthday would be like the Tuesday after. Mm-hmm. And my mom would always like give me... Like, let me stay home after Halloween. That's all I remember. That's the best. I would, during trick-or-treating, I'd be like, Mom, can I stay home tomorrow? She'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, tired, obviously. I'm tired. We're she's just like, you out all night. She's like, you get a day off. I get a day off. Right? I get a day off. I can't. <laughs> the best part of growing up is like, there's a time period from like college to like where it, Halloween becomes partying. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, once you're over that stage of life, it just becomes like, ah, what's Halloween? Nothing, right? I know. So yeah. you go through this phase where like you get excited to be and do adulting type of things and passing out like candy to all the kids. Yeah. And then once you have kids, it's like a whole different ball game where you now get to relive Halloween. That's true. Yeah. Through your children. It's pretty crazy. So I guess there's like these two experiences in life when you're a kid and then when you have one. When you're a kid, you don't have a kid and then you have a kid. There's like three <laughs> different phases of Halloween. Trick-or-treating, partying, uh-huh. and then being the adult and taking your kids trick-or-treating. That's the three different phases. I think there's a couple exceptions to that. I have my cousin whose birthday is the day right before Halloween. Uh So her birthday is always Halloween themed and she goes big and all out. And I'm like, she's just a kid at heart. I love it. I'm (laughs) like, she gives everyone an excuse to just have fun. That's so cool. My my (laughs) sister does the same for my nephew whose Uh birthday is like November, early November. Like, Uh The first couple, first week of November. Yeah. She always has his birthday, like Halloween theme. And then the kids <laughs> get to like go trick or treating too during the party. So it's always really fun for them to do that. That is so fun. Yeah. How old is he now? He's going to be five. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's so big. I remember I when he was born. <laughs> I remember when he was born. I bought him a Vespa because he loves the movie Luca. Uh huh. So it's like an electric scooter Vespa yeah, yeah. kind and, of thing. And now he's going to match his cousin Stella. I know. Stella has the red version. I got him the black version. So that Stella's scared to drive it, though. Yeah. I don't understand why. She thinks she's going to fall, but Aww. it has training wheels. Oh, so it doesn't even topple over? It won't. It, even if you push it, it won't tip over. But, but can she's you tell still the story scared. of what happened to Diane? About which one? <laughs> With the Vespa. And when she injured herself. Oh, my God. So <laughs> Diane was trying to demonstrate to Stella that it's not scary and it's just like her, you know, power wheel car. Yeah. And Diane gets on this Vespa and starts riding and tries to dip around a corner of the kitchen, hits her knee <laughs> on the side of the counter. And then as she's getting up, like bangs her head and it's like the Vespa's like going to start smoking from all the added weight to it. She's not even that <laughs> so This was her way to demonstrate to Stella that it's not scary. It's actually fun to have a Vespa, While being right? traumatized. While no being traumatized. Stella doesn't want to use it. Stella Things it just goes too fast. She's not Aww. ready for the like the speed of it yet. How fast does it actually go? I honestly, I think like it's just the same as like any other like car that mm. like kids drive. Um, but my cousin, my nephew Sammy is gonna go insane on this thing. He yeah. loves. He's like one of those like boy boy kids that just mm-hmm. wants to play. 
and like do extreme sports stuff. So <laughs> he's going to tear this thing apart. I might even have to leave the training wheels off for him. I know, right? Yeah. You think um, Stella may want to hop on when she sees him on it? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping because mm-hmm. usually when she'll see him or other cousins like play with something, uh-huh. she'll have the motivation to try it. Okay, right? cool. Yeah. So she's tried the Vespa a few times. She's just kind of hesitant to like fully let her rip. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And you can't she, force her to do there. it. Obviously. I can't force her. I don't want to scare her, but yeah. she'll eventually get to it. <laughs> She does that with all of her toys, though. Yeah, all of yeah. them. Yeah. She'll eventually warm up to them, and then it becomes a prop in my garage, which I can't. I know. Oh, let's talk about the skeleton anymore. too that the we skeleton. went to like on a whole mission to purchase. <laughs> so she, she's been on this kick where she wants to go to Party City mm-hmm. just for like fun. Yeah. Right. It started off with seeing this giant spider, and she wanted to take me to see this giant spider. So. <laughs> It was like she saw it with Diane like a week before. Uh-huh. And then finally she's like, okay, well, let's go take, They call me, she called me Baba. That's the Arabic word for dad. So she's like, mm-hmm. Baba, let's go to Party City and see the spider. I'm like, okay, she's been talking about the spider so much. <laughs> let's finally go see this dang spider. Let me yeah. see what it's about. So we get to Party City and the spider's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody had purchased <laughs> the spider. Mm. And like Party City put it on top of one of the the racks are there like rows so you could oh, like yeah, yeah. see it from all parts of the store. Yeah. So she was devastated that they didn't have the spider. Oh, so I had to I had to track down a spider for her. So now uh-huh. she has like a six foot <laughs> spider <laughs> in my house. <laughs> then she saw a skeleton that she was obsessed with, like yeah. a fake skeleton. But it's like it's a life-size skeleton. Six foot skeleton. Yeah. Right? So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I finally we finally she talked about the skeleton so much. I was uh-huh. like, okay, let's buy her a skeleton. <laughs> so Eileen went to Party City. <laughs> we bought the skeleton. And uh. as soon as I get home, the freaking hand is broken. Uh. <laughs> and I had to like melt it and glue it back together. Uh. And now it's just a, a seated prop on my couch. But she wanted it for that purpose. She wanted right? it for a decoration. Yeah, it's not to be a friend with or anything. Not she to like had play a vision. With. It was she had a vision and it sits <laughs> on the edge of our couch now. Wow. As one of the family. I want to see it. I want to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Six foot skeleton just sitting on the couch. Imagine just like being a stranger and walking into the house Dude, like in the middle of the night. Cooper, our chocolate lab, went ballistic when <gasps> he saw it. He saw it on the couch. And he was in like full on like defense mode. He, he wanted like, to kill this thing. No way. I thought he was like, ooh, the bones. No, he was <laughs> like, who is this person sitting on the couch? I didn't even recognize that it wasn't a human. He thought he thought, I think he thought it was like a person. Really? So big. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So he so. was just like, I'm not having this. I mean, he was barking like he got in his stance. Like his, defense His mode. nose shriveled. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's crazy. Cooper's mode. wild. He is wild. He's been <laughs> testing me too lately and I'm going to kick his butt. But I know, I know. He's, he's a good so boy. funny. He's a good boy. Have I told the story of when um, I came to your house one time and what he did when I was just looking out the window? <laughs> I don't think I've told it on the podcast. This has never happened ever. So I don't know what this means. We have to look it up when a dog does this. Okay, so yeah, what what, were we, what was it? It was Jessica's wedding day, right? Yeah. And then in between like the church and the reception, um, <laughs> I went over to doctor's house and then just to relax because um, I didn't want to drive all the way back home so um doctor it's time for us to leave and dr and diane went upstairs to change and i'm just chilling waiting downstairs and he had taken cooper outside he was like you know what let's just keep him outside so cooper i i don't know what was going on with his stomach that day man but (laughs) i guess he ate a wrong snack or something so i'm just like enjoying a chip looking out the window um in his living room and cooper's running back and forth and all of a sudden he just like comes up to the window in front of me looks me dead in the eyes, pops a squat and starts starts taking a steaming hot shit. And I like I was like what is going He's on? He's never done this ever. He's only pooped in his designated spots by yeah, the way ever. which is all the way in the back in the corner but like literally right outside the window like the door the sliding door i was like what does this mean what is going on dude i'm reading a line right now that it could be a part of him being anxious mm. him being bored mm-hmm. he has excessive physical energy mm-hmm. and they say it's very rare that he's trying to like he like he planned it and did it like on purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know that when dogs look at you when they're you, like, doing number two, yeah, is that they're they feel vulnerable and they want you to watch their back. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. he every time he poops, he'll like look back to see if we're there. Uh huh. Because I think it's a point in their day where 
they can't defend themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they look for somebody to protect them Mm -hmm. or they look, they're just on guard kind of way. It's like that wolf mentality. It's a vulnerability that they have. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy to think. I know. I'm like, you're so domesticated. (laughs) I know. He's been, he's been on a rant though. Like, is it really? We, we tried to transition him to like larger puppy or larger dog food rather than his puppy food. Mm -hmm. Like where he's almost going to be one next month. So we're Mm -hmm. trying to like slowly transition him Mm -hmm. and he does not, it's the same exact food. It's yeah. just the, the size of the pellet is different. Wow. And really? he was real hesitant to eat it. He started eating it. He ate like a whole bag of it. Uh-huh. The store was out. And so I was like, okay, let's just order his puppy food again. So we've been trying to transition him from his adult food to puppy food. Mm-hmm. And they were out of the adult food. So we got him the puppy food again. And yeah. oh my God, he's been loving this. Like, it's like... I don't know what it is, but he eats it so fast. And the, the other food? one, he just doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I agree because I'm actually having this issue with my dog too. Yeah. She's like three years old. And then we have the puppy who's like five months yeah. old. She does not want to eat her a dog adult food, but yeah. she wants to eat the puppy food. I know. I know. It's like a sense the, of comfort for them. I don't even know what it is. Does it taste better? I mean, I wouldn't try well, it. Well, it's the same exact food. It's just the pellet look and size is different. I do know that puppy formulas contain like a couple more things like yeah. vitamins and nutrients. And well, everything. we asked, we asked the, the, the store we were buying it from and they were like, it's pretty much the same exact formula. Really? It's just the pellet size is different so they could get more out of the food. They, they eat more with the same portion, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. just like a grain of rice versus a pea. That's yeah. the, the difference in size. I That's guess it has nutrients for the older for dogs that are yeah, older. Because yeah, because the nutrient uh, value is different on in each one. That's yeah. what I because I've yeah. asked about that too. Yeah. And but I, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research on this because this yeah. is the first time I've had a dog where I had to be the, or like me and Diana are like the, parents. the ones buying the food. Usually yeah. it's like my parents would buy the food or her parents would buy the food. <laughs> now we're actually buying the food. Yeah. And we're like trying to get him like really good nutritious food because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's you know such he's a good boy. dog yeah i know right no <laughs> so, but seriously like having a dog is like having a child i, I swear to it's Jesus worse. it is it is it's, let me it's tell you it's worse. worse it's worse than having a child <laughs> he now made another hole in our carpet so another we have three hole? holes in our Th- beautiful three? living room carpet yeah no he did it yesterday i fell what asleep on doing? the couch he was sitting next to me oh and you're in there and you're you're right there next to him too. And, and i don't hear it because what he does is he loves to put his toys on the carpet Mm -hmm. so i think he's playing with his toy Mm -hmm. but what i have a feeling is his toy some of them are like bacon flavored and like it gets on the carpet Uh, and he wants to like lick it lick it out and he ends up pulling out ripping out the the carpet the carpet what are you gonna put on top of those holes we're just gonna like Turn the carpet 180 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and don't like Cooper on the carpet again. <laughs> well, oh, I told Diane, let's buy a new carpet. And she was like, just let him get it out of his system right now. Because yeah, exactly. he's destroying it. Yeah. So. I, on, like my parents have a new couch and my puppy was ripping it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Why are puppy Puppies are so fun. Like, they're so interesting. They are. They're very interesting because you have to look up their behaviors. Yeah. And they do certain things for certain reasons. Yeah. So I was watching a TikTok the other day and this lady was kind of dissecting like, you know, the way an, an a dog communicates with you. And even dogs have like a right to say no. And yeah, they do. Yeah. So whenever, like, let's say you're like playing with a dog and they just like turn their face, that means they have no interest in it. I know. So she was saying somewhere along the lines of like, you know, if a dog ever bites someone, someone can't say that came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, you know, obviously some circumstances are different. Yeah. But a dog... They're reacting to their environment, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dog could have been rejecting, you know, contact yeah. with someone sure. or even an, an interaction with someone. Yeah. And then there were signs there, but people just choose to ignore yeah. it. I see that with Cooper all the time. Yeah. Like he's, he's most aggressive with me mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm the most aggressive at him. Yeah. You know, when he's doing something bad it's always me who's the disciplinarian yeah so like when i go to discipline him now he could tell from my body language my tone of voice Mm -hmm. what's coming and he knows now to like kind of get ready for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so his response to me like 
telling him don't do that is totally different than it used to be when he was a puppy. Yeah, yeah. He he, he now looks at me like, yeah, right. I'm not listening to you, <laughs> which makes me even more like upset, upset at him. Yeah. And then it turns into instead of him like going to his bed like he used to when I would get like that. Now he just sits down mm. and he he knows he's too heavy for me to like pick up, pick him up. So mm-hmm. he he just tries to get his way. But I don't let him. <laughs> I put I, I like push him like on the tile you're like, I use he, all my i'm might. like you bozo you just slide nice and smooth he just his nice fur just slides uh, nice and smooth and i roll him right to his bed and i get him inside it's so dogs yeah. are crazy they, they are they just test you they, they know do. how to test you they know how to get their way they really do they really do and my if little you one, give in one start in right if you uh-huh. give in one time you're done i know like my little one ran out the other day and mm-hmm. um my bigger one she doesn't like she'll run yeah. out but she won't run keep going yeah she'll just like stay in the area yeah. but the little one she was testing us the other day she was she was running and she was looking back and i was like yeah. luca come back luca come back yeah and she wasn't paying attention so i was like okay what do i have to do to get her back here yeah and i always know like whenever i call her she never pays attention yeah so what i do is i call the other one oh her by her she's name jealous she she's like oh you're giving attention to someone yeah. else but me yeah. so that's ready. how i got her back from the neighbor's yeah. yard yeah you know lo and behold she went to go take a poop over there man i don't <laughs> I've realized what I've learned this past year with him is dogs respond to body language just as much as they do to commands. Yeah. It, it, well, at least Cooper does. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other dogs. No, but it's true. And he tone. responds to my body language mm-hmm. just as much as he does to my like verbal commands to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just in that phase now where he's just... He's a teenager. He's like ready to rock, man. He is, like he, he, is. he gets at it because we leave him in his kennel. Mm-hmm. at night because he's just a, a destructive machine so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the only way we could just like contain him <laughs> and let him like mentally just like focus and calm down because yeah. sometimes he's just like wired know, balls right? to the walls ready yeah. to just rock and we just have to like put him in there to like just let him settle down then we let him out and then he's a little bit more calm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but once he's out of that cage boy he's ready to go absolutely yeah, i know we my dogs are great trained too yeah. and i really think th- i think that's pretty good actually because yeah. My dogs like their crates. Yeah, like, yeah. It's always open during the day and at night we close it. For sure. Um, so they know that that's like their getaway. And then I'll exactly. notice in the day, like, you know, if they don't ever want to hang out or, or if they're tired or something, yeah. they'll go there and take their naps. Yeah. They, they decompress in there. So for, for them, sure. it's like a safe haven Yeah. where no one will bother them. Yeah. And then once we see that, obviously, you know, we're not going to go in there and disturb their space, yeah. their time, yeah. because well, we have to respect that, you know? Yeah. One thing I'm worried about with him, too, is like if... I want to slowly transition him out of the crate and just mm-hmm. to like at night, just let him find his space and be comfortable. But mm-hmm. I feel like if we were to do that, he was mentally, he's just like so all over the place. I don't think he'll ever get to like fully rest mm. if we don't force him to just like rest, take your time. Here's your space, uh-huh. do your thing, you know, yeah, but yeah. if we just let him roam around, he's never going to fully like mentally rest and i don't want that for him i want him to just get some rest yeah he's gonna he's yeah. gonna be all over dogs the place. need their rest i mean they sleep like they do. 18 hours a day they probably do. that's actually very yeah. healthy for them yeah. yeah it's really healthy for them to sleep so i want him to just get his like calm knows nobody's gonna bother him but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah his aggressive n- nature really comes out sometimes <laughs> when he gets really hyper yeah, he's a he's a boy too, so yeah, you know yeah. you have to think about that aspect. Yeah, well. he, he's really gentle with Stella, really gentle mm-hmm. with Diane. Mm-hmm. He's just a little bit more aggressive with me. He likes to rough play. I yeah. think I like kind of rough play with him mm-hmm. too. Uh, but other than that, he's a. Good I think boy. he's also he, it's because he's an only dog. He doesn't really truly know his size. I don't think he knows how to be a dog, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so. Why would he like? What do you? Why do you say that? I don't know. I just feel like he just wants to be one of the family. Like he wants to sit with us and eat with us. He wants to sit and lay with us. Sometimes they think they're human. Yeah, I, I he, kid he, you not. I don't think he knows he's different from us. Yeah, he's probably. Like, I'm yeah. one of y'all. I just happen to not speak what you guys yeah. are speaking. <laughs> and my gardeners trim some of our trees, uh-huh. and I realize he's been like digging under those trees and like. <laughs> He's got to the root of one of the trees. Oh, he God. bit a palm tree in half, like literally in half. <gasps> it's just like a little stem in the roots now. And I'm so mad because I've been trying to revive this like palm tree. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's one palm tree in my backyard that just won't. The other ones are like 20 feet high and this yeah. one's just like six foot. Oh, and I've been trying to revive it and he just went and tore it in half. He's so wild. He's funny though. He's, He's hilarious. strong too. Yeah. He's freaking strong. Like his bite is strong. 
And he could dig, dude. He could he could dig a tunnel under the gate if we let him. I know. They really just, like I said, yeah. they really just don't know their size yeah. and their strength. Yeah. So to them, it's normal. They're just yeah. like, I'm going to do what I got to do. I mean, labs are our hunting dogs. They're yeah. duck hunters. Yeah, so that's true. He loves to just like do his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so crazy. I know. Remember I told you to take him to the dog park? You're like, I don't know how I could do that. No. <laughs> I, well, I'll, have a, I'll have an anxiety attack watching yeah. him. Yeah. There's no way. Oh my I've gosh. never seen him interact. He hasn't interacted with many dogs. So uh-huh. um, the only dogs he really interacts with are like the neighborhood dogs. And it's never like face to face. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's more like a, hey, Bark, how are yeah, you? I mean, this is all because of COVID too. It's yeah, not yeah. like on purpose. He's a COVID puppy too. He's a COVID puppy. Yeah. Oh my we, gosh. He's been <laughs> stuck at home. We just take walks <laughs> and I play fetch with him. Tw- I try to play fetch with him two, three times a day just so he can get yeah. his energy out. I know. There's just yeah. so much energy in there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And the younger they are, the worse it is. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. You just got to, everyone that would tell me, you just got to get over that one, two year hump and then uh, they're the best dogs ever. So it'll cost you a couple thousand we'll dollars. Wait to see. Know? Oh my God. I spend hundreds of dollars <laughs> on him a month on toys alone. I know, right? He destroys everything in his path. My mom had to tell us to stop buying toys for the girls. And I was like, why? <laughs> I mean, I'll buy him like a 15, $20 toy off Amazon. And it'll yeah. last maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. Before it's annihilated. Before it's in pieces. And then like cotton all over the place. doesn't matter what it is. I bought him excessive chew, strong chew toys. I bought mm. him. He's part of the bark box club. Chewy like club. he just destroys everything. Yeah. Everything in his path. There's just like sometimes there's sometimes there's just things that aren't yeah. like meant to like survive these things. And I'm just like, you know, what? a dog's going to do what a dog yeah. got to do. And he has no interest in the toys he can't destroy. Like really? he plays with it. If he can't destroy it, he just moves on. They just get like satisfaction. From yeah. It, huh? They get satisfaction of destroying. I like... have a friend who has a Pitbull Mastiff who's the same. <laughs> yeah. And when he's like destroying this toy, these toys, his eyes roll backwards. Yeah. I'm just like, you are satisfied. Dude. So we had, we had winds the other day and uh-huh. like a part of like our front tree fell in the, the, the grass uh-huh. and he decided to like make this four foot twig. That's like maybe two inches thick. Uh his like stick of choice (laughs) so i was like okay if he's gonna play with it i like cleaned it up just made it a nice stick Mm -hmm. but he'll like bite the middle of it and he'll run around and he'll just get like (laughs) (laughs) he'll he'll crash into everything and he'll get stuck between like the pole and the chair (laughs) and like he'll just like bounce back after Uh, he hits it hard and then he'll just get right back up and run around with his stick and it's just like a four foot stick in his mouth it's so funny (laughs) that's the best part is that you pay so much for toys and all they want to play with is like a rock or i know it's like a nice it's a nice piece of wood too it's like (laughs) probably like the thickness of a baseball bat on the handle yeah jesus christ he He has a big mouth he loves it he's strong i know i know holy crap that's insane did you get a chance to check out this dave Chappelle uh skit on netflix (laughs) doctor i sure af did um (laughs) did you yes okay it's it's quite controversial yes very controversial what are what are your thoughts on it Honestly, watching it, mm-hmm. I felt almost bad laughing because mm-hmm. it's one of those where it's like, ooh, yeah. but it's hilarious at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I just miss the days where we can make fun of people mm-hmm. and on a comedy show and it'd just be hilarious and nobody really take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's sad that people did take it personally mm-hmm. and it's a really big controversial thing. And I know Dave Chappelle suffered from this because he got like canceled he, he got dragged and canceled from a lot of his sponsorships and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i totally agree so i i too watched it and i felt the same kind of the same way you did because i have friends in like the lgbtq lgbtq plus community i yeah. have you know i'm an ally myself but yeah. i set myself aside um you know all my beliefs and everything aside to watch this and i genuinely had a good time watching it yeah. like regardless like i'm like i've been insulted myself so many times you know i know and i don't take it personally i'm like I you know, know what it's a joke a joke's like a joke um but as i was watching it i started to realize something i was like you know what dave Chappelle is a goddamn genius he is a genius he is um and towards the end it like my whole theory just clicked yeah And here's why I think he's a genius. So he created all this controversy um, with the community of the LGBTQ plus. Mm -hmm. And he started kind of gaining like these followers of people who kind of are against it. Right. Yeah. Um, People who don't believe in it and all that kind of stuff. So then he started getting the support and he started getting all these people to view this show. Right. Yeah. So 
sorry, not this show, this special. Mm -hmm. So in this special, he kind of goes back and forth uh, between making fun of them and still supporting them at the same time. I know, yeah. And towards the end, his message was, what, what at least what I took from it was, he, his narrative was in the Black Lives Matter and the LG, LGBTQ plus Lives Matter as well. Mm -hmm. So in all of this, he got like all the people who are against these movements to watch him and es essentially tell them these lives matter. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> Yeah, he, so so I'm like he kind of flipped it and reversed it back on them. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like he started off the show almost making fun of it. Mhm. Mm and then it turned into mm -hmm. how he supports them. Yeah. Yeah, and how and why yeah. he should support them and, and why people should. And I know? feel like people who are getting just little clips of mm -hmm. and picking and choosing what they're listening to mm -hmm. from social media clips are really losing sight of what his bigger picture message was. Yeah, his message actually was, like yeah. I said it like if you've seen it is actually in support of these movements. So yeah. like I said like he got the people that aren't for these movements yeah. into there to yeah. watch his series yeah. <laughs> and still support it in I some know. way. So it's garnering attention and it's opening like all these avenues and yeah. starting conversations. Yeah. And that's what I think people aren't realizing. Yeah. I'm like, he's forcing them to watch this I know. and, and I know. in a sense support it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my take. Uh -huh. Do I support the way he did it? I kind of not really. Mm hmm. Do I agree with his message? I do. He, he I think he's supporting everyone. Mm -hmm. He's supporting the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. I know they may not feel that way, mm -hmm. but I think the whole reason for his special was to say, hey, guys, listen to everything I'm saying. Don't just pick and choose little snippets that, you know, things like TMZ and stuff are picking up on yeah. or each e channel are picking up on. Mm -hmm. Listen to the entire message. Exactly. And I think he was trying to come from a good place. Mm -hmm. But then again, it just sucks that people were affected by it. And mm -hmm. I don't want, you know, to, to support it. Or I don't know. I just feel kind of middle ground. It was fun, fun comedy to watch. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it sucks that it, it affected people in that way. In a sense, I feel like he was kind of like a gatekeeper to like a greater thing you know how it's yeah. like when the gatekeeper and like there's an angry mob coming for yeah, you yeah. and it's like he's the one that's gonna get trampled i feel yeah. like he's the one that's getting trampled he's right now hit for he's everybody. taking the hit yeah. for everyone yeah. so and there has to be some sort of conversation in between everyone where you know there is going to be a little bit of like i wouldn't say violence for him but yeah. it's like a little bit of like that 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 heat that he's taking yeah, yeah. to start the conversation and, I, and I know having. netflix a lot of the employees were, were like protesting and like trying to do a, a mm -hmm. walkout kind of thing mm -hmm. and netflix was just not having it yeah, no, they were like, they, we are not removing one of the greatest series that series we have. That have has ever been on Netflix. Exactly, exactly. And I think because of the controversy, it became that big. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it's even really good in a business standpoint. Yeah. It, I mean, from a, a marketing, uh, like not to say a marketing standpoint, but from a, a show standpoint on Netflix, mm -hmm. it was a success. Yes. But the controversy it created in a society of controversy and mm -hmm. turmoil and mm -hmm. pandemonium right now. Mm hmm it was probably not the greatest timing <laughs> no. for Dave Chappelle to try to prove a point. Uh -huh. And it's really hard to say if you support it or not. Yeah. Because I don't want to look at it as as like a movement type of thing. I yeah. just want to watch it as a funny <laughs> show from Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And I know now he's going on tour. I saw something about him going on is tour with really? Joe Rogan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably insanity on its own. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but not to say that. You know, we're supporting that type of humor. But mm -hmm. I remember back in like 9-11 where like mm -hmm. the terrorist or the Arab thing was like the funny thing yeah, to do. Yeah. And watching those as a kid, I never really took it personal. I thought it was hilarious mm -hmm. that we're able to make fun of that type of thing and just kind of grow from it and move on. And, and just like shrug it off your shoulder. Right? Yeah, shrug it off your shoulder. Everyone mm -hmm. knows somebody in the Middle Eastern culture or mm -hmm. somebody that they love or care about. And it's we're not just because a, a some people did bad doesn't mean everyone did bad. Yeah. You, you know, know what, what this makes me think of? It makes me think of our conversation that we had one time where, um, you know, how I, I love the movie White Chicks. Yeah. Do you like that movie? Yeah, I love that we movie. We were talking about how nowadays that movie wouldn't fly. No, it wouldn't. And it's one of the most iconic films yeah. that, in comedy. Like, yeah. I'm just, and, and nowadays people would get so offended by yeah. like the comedy that it is. Yeah. Um, like you said that it wouldn't. It wouldn't stand here. I know. And I, and me and Diane love the show Everybody Loves Raymond. Do you watch mm -hmm. Everybody Loves Raymond? I haven't seen too much of it now. It is one of my favorite shows. I mean, mm -hmm. I watch probably four to five episodes a day, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> I've watched the series probably, you know, 30 times over. Yeah. Right? Nine seasons. It, it's an amazing show. 
but some of the content mm-hmm. would not be okay on today's television. Radar? Yeah, it's I mean, it's still being played on it's TV. It's being played. Isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. late nights being played, but I don't think if it was created today, it mm-hmm. would fly with like the writers, the producers, or the television networks. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it is crazy to see how TV and you know film and everything has evolved. Yeah, yeah. Especially like you For know sure. along with society and people's thoughts sure. and you know how everything's growing. Uh, because like I said, like back then there wasn't as crazy social media as yeah. cameras as they are yeah. now. So yeah. people would say and do things that like people would just be like, whatever. I know it wouldn't be such a big deal. Open your mouth and say something. (laughs) I know you have to really walk on eggshells these days because a society is really taking a stand for Mm -hmm. what they believe in now. Mm -hmm. I feel like people have a voice and they should have a voice, which is great. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's really restricting a lot of creativity Mm -hmm. and a lot of content from being released. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we come from a standpoint where we support the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we support, you know, their beliefs and their wishes and their whatever they, you know, however they want to be perceived and respected. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there has to be a fine line between what's okay. I would say there's more so of a, there has to be something where you need to understand that at a sense it's an art comedy yeah. and at a sense where it's serious. Yeah. So like if someone were to really hear the true message, you would understand that yeah. it's actually in support and yeah. not to bring down. For sure. Mm-hmm. And and we, of course, support the LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus community. It just, I don't want to see anybody offended in mm-hmm. that way. You know, it kind of sucks mm-hmm. from a personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them offended in that way. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of them are probably just I know a lot of, you know, people in the LGBTQ plus community that also thought it was hilarious and mm-hmm. laughed at it and yeah. thought it was funny. And the ones who are like totally against it, it's understandable because they're trying to really create um, a safe space, a safe space for themselves. And I know Dave Chappelle is a very high profile celebrity. Yeah. And it could come off the I could see how they could it could come off the wrong way when he. When he himself does a whole like, entire show about it. Yeah. When he like he himself is like a hetero male who is yeah. like, you know, a, profiting off of the backs of like, you know, people supporting <laughs> yeah. him for his comedy and yeah, stuff. So yeah. I, can, I can see how it is yeah. like, you know, taken offensively. But I guess I'm just one of those people who's just like, you know what? It's a joke. Like, I know. From I've been a comedy, made fun of for being brown I my know. whole life. You know, from I'm a comedy like, standpoint, it was genius <laughs> from a political or, you know, whatever you want to call it yeah. standpoint. It was very controversial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those where it's like, do I release it? Do I not? <laughs> They released it. They took that chance. They took a chance. I'm sure it was a success for Netflix and Dave Chappelle. But at the same time, it did offend a lot of people, which sucked at the same time. I know. I agree. I've actually been wanting to ask like some of my friends in that community. Like, what do you guys think? I haven't gotten a chance yet, but I do want to ask them and see. I've I've asked a few. Some of them are just like, "Ah, I stayed away from it. I don't really want to get involved. Mm -hmm. I've asked you know, others and they're like, it was hilarious. I can see how people could take it offensive, but yeah. you know, at the same time, if you watch the entire thing, mm-hmm. you get the message he's trying to convey, mm-hmm. which was he has friends in the trans community. Mm-hmm. He supports them, mm-hmm. also supports, um, I know he has a friend who I mean, think committed suicide, right? He was revealing at the end of the show yeah, and that's at the end. has a child mm-hmm. and he is for supporting the child absolutely and his former friend who passed away so that was the message i think he was trying to convey is Mm -hmm. like hey don't look at my comedy as you know me telling you who i personally am but Mm -hmm. look at it more as comedy rather than you know a message i'm trying to send but he was he was trying to convey that yeah yeah he doesn't have an issue with the Mm -hmm. lgbtq plus community absolutely he does not yeah Yeah. i think i agree well that's what i hope But I'm uh, glad to see Dave Chappelle kind of came out of the woodworks and mm-hmm. he, he looks fairly healthy. And, yeah, and he's happy at retirement. And, yeah. yeah. Or he and, came out for this special. Yeah. And he seems like he's doing well. I, I mean, I, I like to see him doing well because he went into hiding for a while. Yeah. He lives yeah. in Ohio or something. I don't know where he yeah, lives. Yeah. He, he was talking about yeah. on the series, on the special that he lives in Ohio yeah. Yeah. and that like the most fancy restaurant is like an Applebee's. I was yeah. dying. Yeah. I mean, this special was crazy because I was watching it with Diane. And it's one of those where like it's on in the background and Uh you end up on TikTok or Instagram for a while. And Uh it's like, you hear something? I couldn't, like, usually I'm like, (laughs) 
I like miss pieces here and there, but I couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah. Even though I'm scrolling through like Instagram and stuff, I couldn't stop like listening and like finding myself laughing at what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just he just words it in a way that's just man. And his timing is so impeccable. I'm just I like know. he knows exactly what to do. He's a true professional. He really is. Yeah. He really is. And I feel like he delivered the the content and the message. I mean, people argue this, but tastefully <laughs> as best as he can without being like a serious he has to say jokes it's a comedy show yeah but if you yeah. think about it like comedians have kind of gotten to where they are by making fun of certain groups of yeah. people yeah for look sure. at george lopez he makes fun of like black people mexican people latino ev- yeah. anybody that yeah. he can he will make fun of i personally think uh-huh. comedians should get the pass i think so too i do i mean it's again it's a fine line yeah, but yeah. they they you can't take what they say as them being serious. Yeah. Because their job is to deliver the news. Uh-huh. And their job is to make light of the news. Uh-huh. And make fun of the news. Like, that's that's the whole point of their job. Yeah. I mean, so, what kind of world would we live in if it was that We can't that laugh dry? at ourselves. Yeah, I mean, if you fall, you laugh at yourself, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Not You know, it's just one of those where, like... You can't take whatever you are, like, too seriously... Yeah. Because you're just going to be like living a miserable, miserable exactly. life. And that is no way to so live. So I think the greater picture <laughs> is, is, you know, stay motivated, stay focused. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what people think so much. Yeah. Like, you are you honestly going to meet this person in real life? Yeah. Dave Chappelle, no. really, you're never going to meet him. He's mm-hmm. not going to affect your life in any way. Mm-hmm. Just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. If anything, think of it, try to think of it in a positive light. Mm-hmm. It brought attention to the lgbtq community mm-hmm. it it brought awareness to what they stand for and what they would like to see mm-hmm. kind of happen and not happen mm-hmm. and if you look at it from a positive standpoint yeah dave Chappelle got kind of run through the mud but mm-hmm. at the same time it kind of gave us a better scope as to kind of how their community wants to be perceived and the respect that they they want mm-hmm. and things of that nature and and they do have a lot of support from a yeah, lot of people. So absolutely. that's great to see. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So not to say that we support or not support the Dave Chappelle comedy show, but. I thought it was funny. It, it was funny. And it was controversial. Mm-hmm. So I think from our point of view, I hope it works out best for everybody. I agree. <laughs> but I don't see Netflix taking it down. That's I, I don't problem. see them yeah. taking it down. It's yeah. probably one of the most profitable series that they have on there yeah. right now. Yeah. Aside from Squid Games, have you seen Squid Games? I have not seen Squid Games. There's so Doctor. much controversy. There's like so much stuff going on about Squid Games. Why? Why? What's going on? Like, I haven't heard much. People are like creating shows about it. Oh, yeah. And like I've seen clips about <laughs> I, It's just like I feel like it's gone so far that I can't like catch up to everybody already. I feel like it's a huge wave that's just come and smacked us all. And I'm super excited. I can't wait to see if they're going to have a second season. It's really one of those shows where it's just like so new to everyone and so outside of everyone's like realm and thoughts, especially here in the U S because you would, you know, you're so used to, you know, like the law abiding that something like this, could and probably never would happen here so that's why it's so mind-boggling to us and i'm just like gee what the oh my wow (laughs) that's happening all right yeah it's crazy (laughs) i i really want to check it out i really want to check it out i feel like i'm behind i'm like behind the bus on shows on netflix right now just (laughs) because we've been you know laker season started there's dodger playoffs football's like mid swing like it's just hard to catch up on shows right now (laughs) yeah i feel you doctor this time of year i know and then you get home and you're so exhausted you're like i I know i just want to chill (laughs) and like relax and watch comedy shows right yeah you just want to de-stress yeah i did not know this dave Chappelle was so (laughs) controversial when it came on it was crazy i know i think it hit me i think when it first came out, I had no interest in watching it. Yeah. Then the controversy hit, and that's, I wanted to That's what I'm saying. Like, the controversy made everyone want to tune in. Exactly. Which was the, exactly. the genius behind Dave Chappelle, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't checked out Squid Games. I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, you have we'll to. We'll see. It'll be cool to see. I hope the buzz doesn't die down from it, though, by the time yeah. season two is I think allowed. this year I'm actually going to be um, with my friends for Halloween. We're going to be mm. the Squid Games characters. Oh, crap. So I'm like, great. Like, <laughs> I was like, we are not original. And um, another friend this weekend was telling me, he was like, you know how many people are probably going to be that? And I was like, damn, I you're know, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's going to be the Squid Games exactly. character. Exactly. I was like, we're all going to be in Squid Games right? this year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like when, uh, what's that movie where they wear masks and they rob a bank in Boston? 
Oh, um, is it the town? The town. The, with the nun? Yeah, the oh. town. So when the town first came out, I remember this was back in like college days. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be the t- the, the the robbers with the full on like nun, the nun suit, the that, nun suit and the mask. Let me tell you my favorite cool. scene from that movie. It's like after they rob the bank and they're driving away, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden they pull up next to a police officer and yeah. they like face and make right? eye contact with the police officer. And the officer just turns around. Dude I think was that like, is I my want. favorite part and of dude, that dude, whole dude movie. He looked at them like, oh, fuck <laughs> and this. And he was like, nope. Peace out. <laughs> he was like, I'm keeping my life today. I am not getting 10 bullets put in my chest right now exactly was, i was like was that was a outie. smart man <laughs> that movie's crazy though like yeah. the, the scene i'll never forget the the scene where they make the girl walk to the water from the <gasps> oh my god yes. like, can you imagine like yeah, yeah you don't know what's in front of you and you're walking and they're like just walk till you reach the water and she's walking yep. walking walking finally the ocean that's insane what if touches her feet it's just a sense the of relief. anxiety inducing i should i probably shit myself if I, I know was in that like situation. what if you walk off yeah. a cliff it's crazy I know. And then he ends up dating her too, Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Ben and Jen. Uh, Dude, crazy. I I saw, speaking of Ben and Jen, Uh I saw uh, a clip of A-Rod at the playoffs and they were just... Wait, wait, wait. What playoffs? The The baseball playoffs? Yeah. The crowd was just destroying him with J-Lo. Like they were just teasing him. That's horrible. Oh my God. He cheated on her, right? Yeah. I think it was like with like an assistant or like something. So he deserves kind of... Yeah. I like A-Rod, but he deserves that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. A-Rod as a player, but personally, I'm like, uh... You're you're not the best. <laughs> a Rod as a player, you don't like him. No, as a player, as a baseball player. As a baseball player, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, but as personally, eh. I mean, as a business mogul and stuff like that. Yeah, he's good. Incredible. But I mean, as a man, as a cheater, I guess no. Well, it's kind of. I mean, it's hard because they mm-hmm. live they live their lives in the public eye yeah. so much that it's hard to just like you know make a mistake and not it be the hugest thing in the whole world. Obviously, yeah. cheating on your partner is not condone and it's not don't ever like you know just don't do it if you want to cheat on somebody just mm-hmm. you know let them live their own life and let them be you know don't what I'm drag them on don't drag them on mm-hmm. but it's hard for celebrities because their personal business is just anywhere out everywhere in space yeah but you know what i was thinking about like wasn't didn't ben cheat on j-lo too when and isn't that the reason they broke up i don't know to be honest I don't like back know in we the were early young 2000s? back then yeah we were young back then i think I think that's the reason they yeah. broke up and now yeah. they're back together. And I'm like, whoa. Can you imagine living in a world back in like early 2000s, late 90s, where there was no like yes. social media to I like, was there. like <laughs> I get remember. an update on your phone every single day? Yeah, I feel, doctor, let me, let me kid you not. Like since phones came out and since we've become glued to it, I just feel like my life is like so stressful. Yeah. So I know on the clock all the time. And I'm just <laughs> I like, know. I can't relax. I used to love the days when I would come home watch cartoons eat yeah. cereal play outside I know. I know not have a care in the world i know or like at all and now i'm constantly like being bombarded by all these notifications I news know, I know. you know things that are happening in the world and i'm just like this is depressing and now with the eye watch and stuff I, yeah it's, it never leaves you i know it's always on I, my wrist i remember the day when when t9 texting was the problem what is t9 texting you don't remember no <laughs> the flip phones where it was oh, just yeah. the numbers <laughs> yeah yeah you had to push like yeah, and, like number two, like three times to get the letter to C. The letter you know C, what I yeah. mean? <laughs> the best part is that you wouldn't even have to look because you knew how you knew what the numbers were. You'd be like, "Yep, you could talk to someone and text at yeah. the same time." And, yeah. and it's, I remember like when we f- everyone's in like ninth, tenth grade when we first thought started all getting like cell phones. Yeah, as like a group of friends. Yeah, and we would try to. We were texting in class, mm-hmm. but the teachers didn't know what text messaging was at the time. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> but it would take literally 15 minutes to send a message. Oh, my gosh. You want to know the best thing ever, actually? Yeah. Um, since the creation of Apple Watches, and I hope my professors at school don't hear this, but honestly, this is how I passed and got a degree. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. I would text myself some answers. Oh, no. Apple Watches. I know a lot of the professional sports don't allow the coaches to wear Apple Watches anymore. Oh, I see why. Because yeah. of Intel and stuff like that. I mean, That's the Astros crazy. resorted to banging trash on trash can cans. Banging, yeah. I was <laughs> so like, and now you can only imagine what they would do with an Apple Watch. On their wrist. Yeah. yeah. I was like, um, so... I'm very devastated that they are now in the World Series. I know, and the man. Aren't. It's just like karma is a... Like we made fun of them for two years. I'm going to stay making fun of them for life. now they're back in the World Series proving everybody like... No, I think they cheated their way there again. You think so? They're forever cheaters in yeah. my eyes. Yeah. 
I mean, once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> exactly, right, A-Rod? Yes. Where we were just so yep. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Burn. <laughs> He should have played for the Astros. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he should have been an Astro, you're right. <laughs> but hey, if I ever come yeah. with a business idea, don't don't listen to this podcast because I love you. And I want you to be my business. I want you to be my shark one day. <laughs> oh God. He's gonna be like, Arod, please. He's like, no, no, no. He makes guest appearances on the on the Shark Tank. Does he really? Yeah. It's oh, pretty I never cool. Knew that. It's cool to see him like from a business mind because yeah. you don't really get that from him. That's when true. You watch baseball. Have you ever seen the show um with the rock with the rock on what is it? HBO Showtime. Is it the one uh, Ballers? Ballers yes. Oh, I love Ballers. Yeah, Ballers it's is It's crazy awesome. to think of that concept that these yeah. athletes, like, of course, you know, they come from um, backgrounds that aren't mm -hmm. as, like, successful or, like, yeah. you know, wealthy. Yeah. So they don't know what to do with it and they come yeah. up with all this money. I know. And I think it's amazing that he actually, as a business person, is yeah. able to do these kind of things. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that show is just crazy. That show is awesome. Yeah. I, it, I mean, it's a spinoff of Entourage, which yeah. is amazing. Uh-huh. Is it really? Yeah, it's a spinoff of Entourage. Kind of the same concept concept of entourage yeah okay, okay. that same like theme yeah yeah and, and I, I just, think mark Wahlberg also has a hand in in it ballers too yeah okay, okay. so it's kind of entourage ish uh-huh uh, but it's cool to see like how the players and mm -hmm. their um Life managers stuff. and stuff like that kind of handle those huge contracts yeah which doesn't look too it looks fun on tv mm -hmm. but long term I mean, that's how a lot of them lose their money too yeah that's true i mean yeah. you have you have to have someone telling you what to do with your money or otherwise yeah. you're just gonna blow through it yeah. because all of a sudden from the woodworks comes family members that you don't know yeah, yeah. they're like my nephew my son i've loved i you mean forever. some of these players come from poverty i mean they're that's going from saying, zero yeah. to like a five to $30 million contract exactly. and they're like, holy shit, what do I do with all this money? I know. They're and you know getting, how many jobs are created by them making these uh, big, big moves? I know. They're getting like million dollar checks and it's like, what do I do with this? Yeah. And they end up spending a lot of it. Mm -hmm. If you don't have good financial advisors, you can blow through that so quick. Exactly. And then also I was looking at something yesterday that was talking about like the taxes yeah. that these people are taxed. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah, it's tax, so if they yeah. don't have the right financial yeah. advisors, then they're not going to be investing their money in yeah. proper places. You got to invest your money to yeah. get those write-offs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or move to Florida or play for a Florida team where there's no yeah. income tax. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you live in Florida, you want to yeah. live that, you know, crazy lifestyle know. where you blow through it in I like know. 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to maintain that lifestyle and not blow it. For sure. For sure. Man, have you heard about this Alec Baldwin situation, situation? that's been going on? Yes, I have. Holy it's shit. Friggin' insane. Insane. What are your thoughts on this? I'm honestly, it's it's really sad. It's devastating. Yeah, like, it really is. That poor lady mm -hmm. woke up in the morning like any other day. Any other day, mm -hmm. getting ready to go on set and mm -hmm. film a film a movie and then tragedy, dude. Do you know where the bullet hit her? No, I, there's no detail. There's, I, I haven't read any detail about like exactly yeah. what happened other than the prop master handed him a loaded weapon. Uh -huh. And obviously there were supposed to be blanks in the gun, which I think there were. Yeah. Uh, but I think they forgot to kind of clean. They have to make sure. Mm -hmm. I, I know for sure as a prop master who handles firearms and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you have to literally inspect the gun after every scene to yes. make sure nothing is wrong with it it's the mechanisms are working correctly there's mm -hmm. no like fragments in the the fire arm at all and i think when he shot the weapon what happened was there was a broken fragment inside the gun this is the latest i heard yeah and then that was projected out and sideways what struck her, yeah yeah because i was actually thinking about how is it that she could have been hit because she's recording and the scene must have been and they were actually yeah. recording a scene yeah. at this time. So she was behind the camera, somewhere behind the camera, and they're recording the scene. It's not like the gun was pointed at yeah, her. Yeah, I know. So this is, in my mind, something like a Brandon oh, Lee situation. It, it, I'm telling you, Eileen, when I have a theory, dude, mm -hmm. like when it's your time, <laughs> like you just can't escape it. I know we talked about this the other day. Uh -huh. You just cannot escape your destiny. And yeah, that's you just really... the bottom line. That's insane. Like yeah. she has a, a nine-year-old yeah. son. She has a family. So, so sad. It's so very, sad. very devastating. Yeah. And then the other person who got injured as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope they're doing better. I hope they're doing okay now. For sure. It's just like one of those tragic events yeah. that like is gonna go down in history as like I can I can't imagine what Alec Baldwin is going through as yeah. a person. Yeah, exactly. Did has that tragedy happened to them? That that's crazy. It's like it's like 
he it's something that was out of his control that For he had sure. nothing to it do with. It was not his fault. It's yeah. absolutely not. And yeah. not, not that we're blaming anyone or anyone yeah. should be at blame. It's yeah. just one of those accidents that is like yeah. a freak accident. I'm curious to see how it plays out though, because I yeah. think the responsibility is going to fall on the, the handler. master or the handler. Yeah. Um, that is their job. So if they failed at their job and somebody got injured, yeah, I mean, that's just a part of what it is. I mean, if accident or not, you're there mm -hmm. to prevent accidents. But then again, someone yeah. also has to prove that they were yeah. negligent on their side. Because yeah. what if they actually did their job? They, you know, did everything yeah, correctly. I mean, and it's just everything one of those correctly. things yeah, that's just one like, of those things. that's insane. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Did you also hear about, um, what's his name? Donald Trump Jr. Oh, releasing Jesus. a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, hold on, let me find it. It's like right the here. The shirt, it was ridiculous. It's, it's very distasteful. Yeah. It says, Alec Baldwin kills people. Because, you know, you know, controversially, historically, Alec Baldwin has played Donald Trump on SNL. Yeah, and he's always made him what, out to be. What is the gain from that? Like. None. Nothing. None. Like, first of all, he's being very insensitive mm -hmm. to the family who's affected by this. Yes. He's being very insensitive to Alec Baldwin and his family. Mm-hmm. Because this obviously was not his fault. Yes. And what they're already going through, they don't they don't need fuel on the fire from a yeah. high profile human being like Donald Trump yeah. Jr. Yeah. Who thinks probably he's higher profile than he really is. Yeah. But he's a name to be spoken about when something mm -hmm. like this comes out. But yeah. For him to be so malicious to create that kind of t shirt is just not cool. I think it just speaks volumes on yeah. his character and the type of yeah, person he cool. is. And I'm just like, you know what? Like in a situation like this, aside from the history and aside yeah. from everything, the bigger per yeah. the bigger thing to do would have been like, you know what? Like to offer words of kindness, condolences and kindness, and condolences and, rather and, than yeah, something so for sure nasty like for this, sure. and to just you know fuel the fire. Yeah. You know, as a he, need, he needs to fire his PR people for allowing that. To he happen. needs to fire. And himself. I don't. We don't really know how much involvement he personally had in that. Mm -hmm. He probably just approved it, maybe, which is still fucked up. But I mean. That should never be released. I mean, you're at the end of the day, a former president of the United States son. Yeah. And he was part of the cabinet mm -hmm. in a high position as well. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that should ever come from somebody in that position. Yeah. Like that, ever. that garners a lot of yeah. attention because of who he is. Yeah. And, you know, like, again, like, Aside from all the family drama from previous, like the previous administration and yeah. how Alec Baldwin had yeah. a role in that in SNL, I can see why he dislikes him for sure. Um, possibly even hates him, but that's a strong for word sure. to use. But again, it's just like at some point you have to acknowledge that there was a life that was taken, and if that means nothing to you, then what does that say about you? Exactly, mm -hmm. it's crazy, yeah, and it's, it's so tragic that like they're filming a movie, she's mm -hmm. in the height of her career doing. Mm -hmm. Probably amazing for herself she on was, an Alec Baldwin movie. She was up and coming. She yeah, was going to be a bigger star. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. man. That sucks. Yeah, it that really sucks. does. I'm curious to know if like the movie is going to continue production, if this is going to be a failed project or... Well, I heard this, the, the staff were um, protesting or walking out on the movie because of the, the conditions that they mm. were in at mm -hmm. the time of filming. Mm -hmm. So it seems like there was something going on. There was a little bit of and this was just like drama, maybe. TV. Yeah, I mean, who I, I I'd feel uncomfortable being on set with a loaded. Why why are they using real guns in the first place? Yeah, I mean, after so many years, we're in twenty twenty. Why are you using real, real arms, ar real like firearms, firearms? Yeah. Like you I can't have, couldn't develop something different. I agree. I actually have a friend who's in the industry and yeah. whose um, boyfriend is actually has the same position that she she does does the exact same thing yeah. she did yeah so even he himself who's not an expert in graphics was yeah. telling was telling us um this past weekend that he's like i don't know why they still use firearms it's yeah. so easy he's yeah. like even i can do it and i'm not even an expert in that yeah. field yeah he's like in the graphics like if, CGI. if they can make a cgi paul walker yes. appear in a movie mm -hmm. they can for sure Shoot use a, a prop gun mm -hmm. That doesn't have any ammunition in it. Live, yeah. And make it look real. Or mm -hmm. create, if you could fly to space, yes. you can create a gun that looks real <laughs> and shoots like it's real. Yeah. But know, doesn't like, project anything out of it. So, I mean, it, it all comes down to safety. Safety. I really think there's going to be a lot of change in the industry, like Has the film be. industry after this. Has to be. Um, because this is one too many situations. Yeah. One 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 mistake mm -hmm. is way too many. Exactly. Losing one exactly. person's life like this. Yeah. And who knows how many times this happened in the past. Yeah. If it has or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Brandon Lee, like, Bruce Lee's son. That's true. This, yeah. That's how he died yeah. as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's honestly like really scary yeah. to do. Like at the end of the day, like. Yeah. 
you don't expect to put your life on the line for your no, job or for a work, at all. something that you should never, ever, this no, is something you, that wouldn't cross my I mind. I mean, you never wake up in the morning and think I'm going to die at work today. Hell no. <laughs> no. That I is not like, something like, that crosses not your mind. There's money in the world for me right? to get that job. <laughs> there's no, that never crosses anyone's mind. No, and no, no. it sucks that that happened. It's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we really hope, you know, more than anything, her, her children are doing well. Her family and husband are doing well. Yeah. And I, and I heard also that her husband, he made a statement that he doesn't hold all Alec Baldwin accountable. Um, yeah. I mean, how could you? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not his fault. It was, it was really a freak accident. It really was. Yeah. 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 Very, very devastating. Yeah, for sure. But I hope for his family's sake mm-hmm. and the, the you know, lady's family's sake, that they do get some type of compensation to help them out. Yeah, I really because hope so too. A movie producer, a mm-hmm. person in her role, I'm not sure what her role was, but... Alec also yeah. had a producer role in this film, so yeah. I do know. So his job was to find the funds to make this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know, and I hope so. And Hopefully I hope they donate a lot that, of the funds to her. And her yeah, family. you know, yeah. aside yeah. from her funeral costs and everything, like yeah. she has a child, she had a child, you For know, sure. to fully raise. And, or they can use the funds towards advocating mm-hmm. and changing the system where you know prop Mm -hmm. guns and things like that they can create Mm -hmm. or create a a platform Mm -hmm. or an organization that can help redevelop Mm -hmm. or reinvent Mm -hmm. the wheel for them yeah and bring awareness to that type of industry and stuntmen and all those people put their Mm -hmm. lives on the line you know but um, hopefully this can make some changes for the movie industry for the better i think actually like i said my friend that's in the industry she was telling me this weekend that there's a lot going on um with people who work um, for these unions in the film industry mm-hmm. that they're actually protesting yeah. a lot. And, you know, we don't see it on the other side of the entertainment spectrum, mm-hmm. but behind the scene, there's actually a lot, a lot of controversy going on, controversy going on. And she actually went on this role outside of the union, mm-hmm. um, because she's, you know, up and coming and she, I'm sure she just wanted to get more things under her belt. Sure. Um, but you know, it's, very tragic so a lot of people are denying work not doing this this work because of how under how severely they are being underpaid and not to mention you could potentially die yeah yeah like on these stunt scenes crazy (laughs) scenes like these people literally put their bodies on the the line producers and the director's job is to make it look as realistic as possible exactly but there has to be an alternative like after how many i mean from the 50 probably the 50 earlier they were using guns in movies right Mm -hmm. and they haven't been able to figure out a way to not like actually load with real blank bullets yeah like there has to be something that could be done i think it's probably a like a cost thing because to pay a graphic designer to do the cgi costs more than actually not even cgi create a a a gun Mm -hmm. that is real in weight real in look that just fires the sounds basically i mean Fake i don't even know how that's possible other than using a blank bullet but there has to be a way for them to figure this out yeah right i mean yeah you're right like there has to be that's there what i was to thinking be. too yeah. but i mean like all they have do to it? do is literally add sound to the the firearm basically mm-hmm. you know what i mean have you ever shot guns yeah for sure it's crazy huh it is crazy and when you fire a blank it's it's it it's it's weird yeah it's yeah i went shooting for the first time maybe a month or so ago and let me tell you how like it feels like it feels like you literally have like you can potentially murder someone the adrenaline rush is insane it's insane but i was also kind of scared of it it wasn't what i expected but i was it also kind of hurt my hand so i was like i don't think i ever want to do this again so so me and my colleagues when i first uh, graduated uh-huh. and I was working at another office. Mm-hmm. We would go shooting every Friday. Okay. And one of us would intentionally load the clips uh-huh. and throw a blank like in between. Mm-hmm. The, you don't know where the blank is. Yeah. So as you're so shooting, yeah. So ra- you're gonna get a random blank in your in your round. So okay. as you're shooting, what it does is it helps you figure out how you're compensating by holding the gun. So when you fire the gun, mm-hmm. are you going? bending to the right, bending to the left. What are you doing with the gun after it's fired? And that helps you with your aim, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So once you shoot, you're you're really putting all your whole, your strength to hold the gun straight. You're mm-hmm. firing, firing, and then you get a blank and you're just like, oh shit. And yeah. the gun like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. you feel the, you feel the kickback, the but nothing yeah. happens and you realize, okay, I'm holding more. I'm pushing to the right when I'm shooting. I'm pushing to the left when I'm shooting to hold the gun straight and it helps you 
figure out where to shoot. So yeah. shooting blanks has been around forever. <laughs> yeah. But now that it's potentially dangerous, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's crazy to think of because this is something yeah. that like people do on a daily basis. I know. I know. Oh, hell no. <laughs> and now AR rifles are allowed in California again, which is crazy. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, snaps. You could purchase an uh, uh, AR rifle now. It's like, what, what's or illegal? AR. It's the mags, right? Yeah. The ones that are like continuous? I think you can't have an automatic rifle. Yeah, an automatic, right? yeah. Um, you, I don't think you could still have a clip more than 10 rounds. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know the exact. I'm not a, like a big gun advocate. but Me neither. I know they took rifles off the market for a while. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. you can buy it again. I know people were going like out of state to buy these things yeah, and bring them yeah. back illegally yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And just, I know a lot of crazy. people that, that go to Vegas to get their ammunition yeah. and come back. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure cheaper. how that changed. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's much cheaper. It's easier to get to. And it's hard to get a hold of a gun right now too. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Crazy. Be safe out there, guys. Be safe. Be safe. Protect yourself, too. Protect yourself at all times. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an amazing episode, to say the least. A lot of stuff we covered this week from some interesting topics from the week. You can find all my social media platforms at King of Cracks. And mine at Eileen.BTS. You can always hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube. Facebook. Meta. Facebook slash meta slash <laughs> we're not sure yet. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it was great talking to you all again. Yep. See you guys next week. Show. And that's a wrap. <laughs>